Chapter 19. I Need My Jet. Jack and Luke were parked in Rhodes's office when the colonel came storming in, muttering a stream of curse words that would make a sailor blush. He slammed the door behind him and parked himself on the corner of his desk. Well, gentlemen, this has turned into a shit show of epic proportions. We got the organization doing business as usual, a potential pandemic waiting to happen, and the scientists who started it all deader than shit. A goddamn nightmare scenario, he said. The brothers sat quietly, reluctant to break the silence. Is it time to call the CDC? Jack finally asked. And tell them what exactly? We say anything and that'll send out a big signal flare to the organization that we're on to them. The Halvers ain't dead and that they got a rat in their midst. These guys are ruthless and smart. They'll shut operations down and go underground so freaking quick it'll make your head spin. We gotta keep going. We can't screw around and screw things up now. Well, at least you'll be able to stop Beth, right? Luke asked, trying to make the best out of a bad situation. Her? She's a cog in the machinery, Rhodes said. There's probably more like her out there anyway. Won't even be a blip on the radar. So what are you going to do? Jack asked. Well, it ain't going to be calling the CDC, that's for sure. We do, however, need to contain that crop, eradicate it, and see if there's a way to finish up what Gome started. Then he looked at Jack and said, You up for it? Me? You want me to finish it? Jack asked. Can you think of anyone else? Rhodes asked. You tell me. You're the goddamn genius. Jack couldn't argue with the logic. He and Luke sat in silence, firing thoughts into each other's head, evaluating the pros and cons, and calculating the odds of their success. Within moments, they had agreed it was the only way. I guess I need to get out there, Jack said. That's a negative, son. I can't have you out right in the wide open right now. You represent the most likely path to success and I can't put you in any type of dangerous situation till we fix this mess, Rhodes said. You damn sure didn't give a shit when you were using us as bait, Luke shot back. Rhodes rubbed his head. Well, this is different. The stakes are higher and the organization is cleaning up. There's still reason to believe that they may still turn their attention back to you, Rhodes said, looking at Jack. As of now, you're critical to the mission. Rhodes cracked his knuckles. All that aside, it doesn't stop you from helping us find this shit, he said, looking at Luke. How is using Luke any less dangerous, Jack blurted out. Rhodes was about to speak when Luke interrupted. The organization was never after me. I'm really nothing to them, or I'm not as important to them as you are. Don't forget, no matter how smart you are, I'm right there with you on most things better at others. You certainly couldn't ask for a better set of eyes and ears in the field than mine, Luke said, alluding to their mental connection. Within minutes, it was settled. Luke would search for the crop and Jack would focus on the lab work required to eradicate the virus. As they finalized plans, Jack suddenly blurted out, Shit, my gear went up at Greenleaf. What gear? Rhodes asked. 
I had a self-designed spectrometer and DNA sequencing platform that are completely burned to hell and back. What about the data? That gone too? Rhodes asked. No, I've got that. It was backed up to the cloud. I've got the data and can analyze it, but for continuity's sake, if I test anything else, it'll need to be on my gear. The problem is, it's homegrown and, well, it's destroyed now, Jack said. Could you build another one if you had to? Rhodes asked. Instantly, a detailed set of schematics popped into Jack's mind. Sharing it with Luke simultaneously, he nodded, Yeah, I think I can. Rhodes nodded approvingly. Well then, let's get to it. He led the brothers back to the work area where Eamon and Quan were sitting with the other employees. Rhodes called them over and instructed Jack to put together a parts list. Sensing Jack was a perfectionist, he told him to have his crew do the grunt work while he focused on downloading and cleaning up data. Rhodes turned his attention to Luke. I've had my associates speak with Halvers again. Oh, the fingernail pullers? Luke asked. Rhodes let the smart-ass comment slide. They've narrowed down the virus test site to three potential areas. What the hell? Three possible sites? Give me a dog in five minutes with that sad-ass motherfucker, and I guarantee his memory will improve, Luke said. No, no, it's not like that, Rhodes said. He's not lying, he just doesn't know. He gave Gomes the options of three plots, but he doesn't know which one he actually chose. With Gomes pushing up daisies, narrowing it down to three plots are about as good as we're going to get. Luke's mind started running in overdrive. So, it's December now, too cold for anything up north. Climate change has pushed traditional growing seasons out of whack by about a month. So I'd say we'll be looking in California or Texas, Luke said. Rhodes nodded. Yeah, a little dumbfounded by the speed in which Luke figured it out. Right again. So, I need my jet, Luke said, kicking into overdrive. Just give me the coordinates and I'll be wheels up in a couple of hours. Whoa, Tex. No private jet, Rhodes said. I need you to be low-key on this. My guess is that uh, low-key may be a new thing for you. Shit, Luke said. I can do low-key. Just uh, how low do I need to go?